Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have the best deal for you. How about going with my friends at Bet Online? This is one of the busiest times of year. College football, NFL, hockey is starting, NBA upcoming, baseball playoffs soon as well. Plus, hey, the Ryder Cup so you can lay some money down on Team USA as well. 50% off your welcome bonus today with Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. It's a 50% bonus up to $1,000 with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. B L E A V. Bet Online. Betonline.ag is the website. Bet Online, where the game starts. Fall is simply football season, and fans across the country are hoping that preseason hype leads to postseason success. In the NFL, we'll see if early Super Bowl favorites like the Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, and Bills can hold off up-and-comers. And college football fans are wondering if Georgia will make it a three-peat or if top-ranked challengers like Michigan or Florida State can take home the national championship trophy. The college football and NFL seasons are defined by big plays, injuries, and coaching decisions. As a football fan, I also want to hear about the behind-the-scenes and off-field stories that shape the season. The football interviews and topics you hear on the ML Sports Platter are shaped by lessons learned at St. Bonaventure University. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism at St. Bonnie equips reporters and hosts for digital storytelling across the sports world. Students learn how to tell compelling stories through digital and traditional platforms. They are also encouraged to envision the future of sports journalism with their capstone projects. This 100% online degree builds on decades of academic excellence, and I'm a proud Bonnie, and I can tell you that you can join me in a growing list of notable graduates, including the New York Post's Mike Vaccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. In fact, you'll hear from an accomplished alum or industry expert during video masterclasses in each course. Contact an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com today to learn more about the online Master of Sports Journalism. That's sbujournalism.com. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Welch & Company Jewelers. Shop the showcase today at welchjewelers.com. And a tip of the cap, thank you to Bonnet Sales & Service, Bowers & Company CPAs, Rosie's Corner, CH Insurance, and the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Become a better leader both personally and professionally with the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Log on today to vcgtransforms.com. That's vcgtransforms.com. NFL Week 4. How is it possible that we are at Week 4 already? That's how life works. It goes extremely fast. Let's preview the entire week, and I'm actually doing this show um, on a Wednesday before <clears throat> the Thursday night game, but you're going to hear it after the Thursday night game. So I'm either going to be right or I'm going to be wrong. And so feel free to hit me on social media with all the jokes if I do get it wrong. Packers are home for the Lions. This is a very hard game for me to pick 
because gosh, did both of these teams look really good last week. My goodness, Packers really coming back in the fourth quarter. They looked awful for, what, two, three quarters, but the adversity, the comeback, the no panic, Matt LaFleur, Jordan Love, I mean, that was a Jordan Love arrival moment. He didn't look like, you know, Dan Marino, Joe Montana, and Tom Brady combined, but he just stayed the course, and he was in, in essence, he was a little bit like Brady, and well, yeah, you know what? No lead is too much, right? I can come back from anything. I was really impressed. He was nimble. He was quick. He hung in there. He led his team. Really, really strong comeback against the New Orleans Saints. And then Detroit just put a smackdown defensively and in all phases against an Atlanta Falcon team that boasts one of the most exciting young electric offenses in the league. Now, what do I do? Jordan Love, Jared Goff. I'm on St. Brown. Packer, run game. Ah, Detroit, they went into Lambeau last year and beat Rodgers, even though he probably was quitting and the team was quitting. It's a really hard game for me to uh, pick. Toss-up. I'm going Lions. They're favored by a point and a half. I'm going to take them in a late situation. They get a field goal. 20-17. to 17, Low scoring game. Detroit gets it done because I think they've got a little bit more star power on offense. Put together a good drive. Get a field goal and go win the game. Um, meanwhile, Patriots at Cowboys. I mean, the Patriots don't have enough offense here in Dallas after last week's debacle against Arizona. They're back. They're home. No excuses. Dak Prescott crying like a baby. Go win the game. Dak, Pollard, Lamb, it's on you. You know the defense is going to perform. You know Micah Parsons, you're getting him every single day. Death, taxes, and Parsons. Give me the Cowboys 31-16 to in a roll job over the Patriots. Jags home for the Falcons? Wrong. Wrong. This one's in London. I always do that. Wembley Stadium, I had the Jags in my pick em. I'm switching. I'm going Atlanta. I think Arthur Smith pulls out a lot more right now, and it looks like some dysfunction there within the Trevor Lawrence-Doug Peterson relationship as far as play calling, audibling, you know, Trevor Lawrence making the throws when it matters. I'm going to go with Arthur Smith getting this team back into a rebound situation. Jaguars are going to be there for a couple of weeks, right, because they got to stay in London. they got to play the Bills soon as well. I'm going to go Atlanta in London on a neutral field. Jags favored by three. I'm taking the Falcons by seven, 31-24. I'm going to preview the rest of week four coming up next here on the ML Sports Platter. Brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, the Allen Angus Pub. Elevate Fitness of Syracuse and Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. Bring your pup if you're in and around Cicero on Route 11 for a day of play while you're at work. ML Sports Platter back with you. Brought to you by Ken's Auto Detailing, the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, and Trey Waluski of Under Armour Golf. Here we go. Bills hosting the Dolphins. Wow. I mean, just... Mike McDaniel, his creativity, the offense, they're flying. Two is getting it out in, in a blink of an eye. Tyree Kill's dominating. They've got a, a one-two punch at, at the run game right now as well. They hung 70 on the Broncos last week and won by 50. How is that possible? You look at these numbers right now, and it's arcade-like. Two is over 1,000 yards. He's got eight touchdowns through the air. Mostert's over two, 200 yards rushing. Uh, you know, Devon Chain or a Chaney, a Chaney, whatever the hell he's calling himself now. I've heard every possible different thing. He's over 200 yards. The Dolphins have 565 on the ground, and they've already had, uh, I mean, look at even Mike White, a backup, went in there and threw a touchdown against Denver. This offense is humming. Mostert, uh, a Chaney, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle didn't even play last week. They have Braxton Berrios as a nice third option. And again, they're doing it with movement and motion and decoy and audibles and RPO and all kinds of jazz. I mean, they're doing different things. They're, they're pitching it to a running back in the middle of the field for touchdowns, for Christ's sake. Then you got the Bills. Sean McDermott's aggressive defense. They were all over Sam Howell last week. 
Everybody looks good from Ed Oliver to the big tackles up front and settle and Daquan Jones, Greg Rousseau going after it. Uh, 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 you know, Leonard Floyd has been a monster so far this year. The secondary, I thought Jordan Poyer looked great last week and has rebounded after looking like he was 100 years old in week one against the Jets. Micah Hyde playing well. The corners are there. I'm going with my heart. I think the Dolphins can go in there and win easily, but I'm just taking, I'm going with my heart because I'm such a diehard Bills fan. I'm going to go Buffalo close, 30. Oh, man, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go 38, I'm going to go 38-34. Bills win it <clears throat> in Orchard Park. Their defense right now is really, really good. It's top five good, but I don't think they can slow Miami down. I, I just, right now, I don't think they can. I, I I mean, they could get a sack here, a sack there, you know, a couple QB hits, some batted balls. By the way, I just had Scott Petoniak on, who co-authored that book with John Murphy on the Walls uh, Could Talk Bills book. Uh, you know, the history of the Bills and stories past to present, AFL to the Kelly days to now. It's, it's an unbelievable book. Absolutely unbelievable book. So make sure that you... Uh, um, you know, get it uh, all over major bookstores and, and, and Amazon.com. I mean, it's, it's so good. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you how awesome it, it, it is. And I just had Scott on this week, of course. It's called If These Walls Could Talk, Buffalo Bills Stories from the Buffalo Bills Sideline, Locker Room, and Press Box. And it's on paperback. And it's co-authored with the voice of the Bills, John Murphy, who we continue to wish well in his recovery from a recent stroke. Um, but he was mentioning, so it was a great point by Scott, like watch for the batted balls, right? Watch for like the hands in the air to try to disrupt things, almost like a 2-3 zone for Syracuse, <clears throat> you know, in basketball. Broncos at the Bears, condolences to all who have to watch and cover this game. Who am I supposed to take here? Both franchises in total dysfunction from the front office on down, head coaches, offenses, quarterbacks look awful. I have no idea who to take. Do I go home team? Sure, whatever. 21-20, Bears win it. Ravens at Browns. This is a huge game, man. Cleveland last week pummeled Tennessee. I was surprised by that. The Ravens lost at home to Indy. I was surprised by that. I think Lamar goes in and gets it together. I'm expecting an enormous game for Lamar Jackson. To the tune of 250-plus yards through the air and a 100-yard game on the ground. And you better get it in the end zone a bunch of times, my man, because you are on my fantasy team. Let's go Ravens 31-16 to in a get-right game for the Birds. <clears throat> Meanwhile, by the way, how great are things in Baltimore? Huh? I mean, I know the Ravens lost to the Colts, but they're going to be in the postseason, I think, and the Orioles. My God. Best team in the American League. And that's what they are right now. It's period. Uh, Bengals at Titans. Mm, man, this is a hard one. I mean, the Titans are at home. Both teams have great head coaches. Can Derrick Henry get it going? The Bengals saved their season last week against the Rams. Joe Burrow's calf, is it going to be a little bit healthier? Because all I need is a little bit healthier, and they're going to score points. They have the trio. Jamar Chase came back a little bit. Burrow, Mixon, Chase, Hubbard, and Hendrickson on the defensive end, bookend. I'm going to go Bengals on the road close. I think they picked up some momentum from last week. They're favored by two and a half. Give me the Bengals by six, 30 to 24. Rams at Colts, injuries galore, <clears throat> you know, on both sides of the football here. The Colts are home. The Colts are playing with momentum. But I think Sean McVay goes in and slaps him around a little bit. I think Matt Stafford has a tremendous game. I'm going head coach and quarterback here. I do like Steichen to the Colts, but I'm going experience. I'm going head coach. I'm going quarterback. I'm going guys who have won Super Bowls. Give me the Rams in this game. High-scoring affair, 38-35. Rams get it done. Buccaneers on the road to the Saints. They always have trouble with New Orleans, whether Tom Brady is a quarterback or not. Well, guess what? This is Baker Mayfield. He looked awful against a great defense last week. He's going in and playing another great defense at home, Superdome, familiar uh, turf. I got to go Saints in this game because, and I know Derek Carr is out, 
but I think Jameis can get it, uh, get it done and do enough. I'm going New Orleans in this football game, 23-20. to 20. <clears throat> They pick off Baker not once, not twice, but three times and force a couple of fumbles. It's a defensive win, and the Saints get a touchdown late from Chris Olave to win it. Commanders at the Eagles. All day, baby, Eagles. They haven't even played their A-plus football yet. Their defense was A-plus last week. They played a B game offensively at times B-plus. Obviously, elite running with DeAndre Swift and company. Really great game out of, uh, well, an elite game out of A.J. Brown, too. But we haven't hit, seen the offensive line, even though they're the best, give you A-plus from start to finish. Same goes for Jalen Hurts. Those are two big components in offenses. Until I see them at an A-plus level, I can't give the overall offensive grade an A-plus. I have to do it to individuals, <clears throat> which is what we saw with Brown and Swift, respectively. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles at home, at the link. Weather looks spectacular, and the Phillies just got into the playoffs on a walk-off. It's been a great week in Philly. I know they're dreading the Flyers season, that's for sure. I couldn't care less about the Sixers because the stupid NBA is, is trash. Won't cancel culture, uh, load management. I haven't watched a full NBA game in who knows how long. That league is a piece of shit. I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles at home against the Commanders. Huge in this football game. This is the A-plus game. Home, they're ready. Hurts grinded it out in the first half last week. He took a lot of punishing hits. They're going to do it big time. Hurts, Brown, Swift, the trio, defense, Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox. My God, that defense, you know, uh, all day. <clears throat> Darius Slay, the secondary, super physical. They're well coached everywhere in all three phases led by Nick Sirianni. I love the Philadelphia Eagles in this game. I love the Philadelphia Eagles, period. Uh, right now because they have not played across the board start to finish A-plus football. And, oh, by the way, Jordan Davis is pretty good up front as well. Oh, yeah, by the way, they have Hargrave. This this team is so loaded. Howie Roseman's probably the best GM in the NFL. It's it's between him and Veach in Kansas City. I'm going Philadelphia 38-10 to in an absolute knockdown of the Commanders. Vikings at Panthers. Nervous to pick Minnesota usually on the road. Bad offensive line. Kirk Cousins. Interceptions. All that stuff. But... Do they really lose this game? I mean, if the Vikings lose this game, this that's rock bottom for them, man. Kirk Cousins, Madison, Jefferson, offensive weapons. Can't you at least go in there and take out the Panthers who don't have Bryce Young, who are also 0-3? Come on, Minnesota. Get your shit together. Go in a football game. I'll take Minnesota 24-16, to but it'll be rocky because it's Minnesota. That's how they roll. Steelers at Texans. Now, <laughs> this is a hard game to pick, and you might be thinking, wait a minute, are you crazy? No, I'm not crazy. Because C.J. Stroud's playing lights out right now. The Texans are playing hard for D'Amico Ryans. And the Steelers are on the road. And the Texans fans are coming out in droves. And they believe. I think this game's going to be close. I'm picking Pittsburgh, but I'm nervous doing so. I think this is a game. It's nick and, nip and tuck until the fourth quarter. And somebody on the Pittsburgh D makes a play. Nick Fitzpatrick, Cam, or uh, Highsmith. Uh, is it T.J. Watt? I, somebody makes a play. I'm going to go Texans or I mean, excuse me, Steelers. I think the Texans cover the spread, but I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers to win the football game. God, this is a hard game to pick. The Steelers are favored by three. Hmm, I'm going to go Pittsburgh 24-23 in this game. And Matt Canada's got to keep the offense going. He's got to keep it humming. You know, he's got to get those plays out there for Kenny Pickett, put him in better situations. It's not all just the run game. Can we stop with, like, the whole, let's establish the run in Pittsburgh, the blue collar, Steel City, rah, rah, physical. No, it's also 2023. Offense. RPO, let's go. 
George Pickens, throw it to him. But I think somebody makes a play. Is it Quan Alexander, Fitzpatrick, you know? Is it Levi Wallace, is it Highsmith, is it TJ Watt? Somebody makes a play, you know? And I think Pittsburgh wins it, but man, it's going to be close. Whew, that's a tough game to pick. Both teams are really physical, man. Houston, I like what Houston's got going on. There's a lot of mojo there. Raiders at Chargers. You want the Chargers to screw it up, right? You do. But the Raiders suck. Josh McDaniels coming in. They're dysfunctional as well. Jimmy G is a shell of himself. The Chargers, again, just like Minnesota, like you have to win this game, right? I mean, even for as much as you screw up, the other team's really bad and they screw up more. That's what I'm going on. Herbert, Keenan Allen. I know Mike Williams is gone for the year. Let's see the Chargers like do better on defense as well. Like let's see them also do better with game management, do better with penalties, do better with fundamental football, better tackling. I'll take the Chargers at home, 35 to 27. Cardinals at 49ers. I give the Cardinals a lot of credit. They played hard this year. They just beat the Cowboys. But I think they're going to be overwhelmed on the road. Too much Purdy, McCaffrey, Samuel, offensive weapons, RPO, Kyle Shanahan. The best, well-rounded, versatile, deepest uh, roster in football resides in San Fran. They got defenders all over the place. They can do everything and anything. Special teams, D and offense. 49ers roll in this game. They're favored by 14. Eh, I think the line's a little high there. Give me them, though, 31 to 20 in this football game. Chiefs at Jets. Do we even need to say anything besides Chiefs roll? They're favored by nine and a half. I'd bet the house on them. Give me the Chiefs 38 to 13. And then Monday night football, Seahawks at the Giants. This is a huge game. And I think it's easy to pick the Seattle Seahawks in this game because they have better players. They have the more experienced head coach. They're also going across the country. The Giants are due. The Giants are home. The way the NFL works is they've looked awful in week one road game. Divisional team got blown out. They should have lost week two. They salvaged the season by winning. And I say that because they had week three 49ers, which they lost to them bad too, right? Two road games against two of the best teams in the NFC, frankly, in the NFL. And then that middle game where they save themselves and everybody's going, yeah, they're not for real. And they're not for real. They're getting eaten alive, New York media. And now they have a West Coast team coming across. Long travel. Body clock's off. Seattle looked awful week one, got pounded by the Rams, right? They've come back to earth a little bit here. Now they're two and one. This is what they do. Solid football team, two wins in a row. They won in overtime on a pick six against Detroit. They beat Carolina at home, which they should. That's a rebuilding football team. But Seattle, not really world beaters either. I mean, they're just doing what they need to do as they go on. They don't turn the ball over, control the line of scrimmage. Pete Carroll trusts his players. Geno Smith making throws when he has to. But beating Carolina by 10, winning an overtime on the road against Detroit was a great win. But even as great as it is in a pick six and making plays and on the road in OT, the score is still 37-31. It's not like you beat him by three touchdowns and then you got murdered in week one against the Rams. Now, I know week one is the most overrated week, useless week in the history of professional sports in the NFL, but Seattle isn't close to four, the 49ers and the Eagles, you know, where I think they are going to be by the end of the year, but right now I don't think they are. This is an absolute trap game. I'm picking the Giants at home. The Seahawks also have the bye next week. I would not want the bye. I would want it a couple of weeks later. They have two weeks to then prepare for Cincy, where they got to come across the country again before they relax with back-to-back home games against Arizona and Cleveland, at Baltimore, home for Washington, at Rams, home for Niners, at Dallas, at Niners, home for Philly, at Titans, 
home for Steelers at Cardinals. That's the rest of their schedule. That little, that kind of five-game part, though, Cardinals, Cleveland, at Ravens, home for Washington, Los Angeles on the road, that's kind of where I think that they start rolling, and they've got a few home games there against really good teams where I think, hey, even a split or winning two is very realistic. I'm picking the Giants at home. I'm going out on a limb. 23-20, I think they get it done. I have a weird feeling about that game. So there you have it. NFL Week 4 preview here on the ML Sports Platter. All brought to you by our great friends at Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. Hey, the construction underway here pretty soon in Cicero. If you're in and around Central New York, you have to go to Clay. They're building some new things at the Cicero location. But hey, still go to Chick-fil-A in Clay. Place is amazing. Chicken tenders, nuggets, everything's made to order. The waffle fries, mac and cheese, the delicious salads at Chick-fil-A. It is through the roof there uh, if you are looking to eat for your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and their breakfasts are great too in terms of the amazing uh, uh, breakfast bowls and their breakfast sandwiches as well. Make sure you stop by and see my friends at Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay, although again, Cicero closed here for a little bit in terms of the construction. And uh, one of my favorite things my wife and I have been getting, we've been getting the amazing salads over there. Um, you know, We also get the Chick-fil-A Cool Wrap. That's a really good one uh, as well. But make sure that you try the salads at Chick-fil-A. My goodness, are they great. The market salad, the Cobb salad, and the spicy Southwest salad, which is our favorite. In fact, right now, that's my favorite thing on the menu. I get it with the spicy grilled filet cold. Feel really light and nimble on your feet. I get my large Coke with my salad. Maybe I eat a couple of fries out of a small. Maybe I don't. Maybe I have a little cup of fruit, but the salad's where it's at. I love this thing. It's slices of grilled spicy chicken breast served on a fresh bed of mixed greens topped with grape tomatoes, a blend of Monterey Jack and cheddar cheeses, and a zesty combo of roasted corn, black beans, poblano chiles, and red bell peppers prepared fresh daily. And oh, by the way, it's served with your tortilla strips, which are seasoned, and your chili lime pepitas, and it pairs well with an amazing dressing, the creamy salsa dressing. Go get it. The The spicy Southwest salad with your spicy grilled filet. Uh, you can get it with the grilled uh, by itself. You can get it with the nuggets, the, the grilled nuggets, the Chick-fil-A uh, uh, chicken strips, or the Chick-fil-A filet. So there's a bunch of different options you can get there uh, with the salad. Also, the, uh, the the no chicken option is available if you're going really, really light. Either way, stop by Chick-fil-A today, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you can always try that breakfast that is so bold and you can say hello to Spicy on a, a daily basis for your uh, choosing as well. Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. Head on over to Clay while the construction's going on in Cicero. A proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a tip of the cap, thank you as well to friends of the platform, the Swan and Whitaker families, uh, Bob Lindsley and Daryl Abert. And thank you to associate sponsors, Camillo's Golf Club, Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, and our great friends over at CH Insurance. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. This is John Serino at CH Insurance. Over the years, the Orange have set a great example of teamwork. It's what we strive for every day with our talented team, clients, and partners. Follow us on social media. Go SU, we're in your corner. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.